It's time to listen to the Career Bitches with Anne and Marcel. They cut through the bullshit and all the workplace drama. Now give it up for these mamas. Yeah, 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 I swear to God, every time I have to relearn where the fucking record button is, I, I swear it 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 moves. I don't know if you feel that way. <laughs> but, Zoom, um, not only Zoom, I've been noticing that with, I just noticed this with, oh, Google and Calendly just changed a couple of things and they never tell you. I don't like change. Me neither. Especially when it's not <laughs> announced. Exactly. Welcome back to Career Bitches. Yay! Here we are, and we haven't recorded together in so long. I know. It feels weird. It does, but but not weird at all. No. It's kind of like we've been doing this for years. Yes. Which we, we have. Huh? Well, we, we worked together for a long time, but the it's podcast true. is not that old. It's still a baby, I would say. Okay. I'll go with that. It's... it's... Um, yeah. Yay. Well, we have another thrilling and exciting show for you as always let's um let's let's just jump right into our weekly bitch oh but should we first say is this our last is this our of last season of the season i think yes, it is it wow. is amazing so you'll have to go back and listen to everything that came before that you've missed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i know you all have not listened to every single episode and shame on you for missing all of that good stuff now's your chance now's your chance So we want to bitch today about attention to detail because Mm -hmm. I, let me just first start by saying, I think it's crazy that that is listed in a job description because I feel like everybody (laughs) should be attentive to detail. Like, it's like, like how you should say hello to somebody if they say hello to you when you're walking (laughs) down the street, like pay attention guys. But I've been noticing lately that like, even the most people you think are the most polished or experienced don't pay attention to detail. And I'm talking about like in a written report or an email or anything written, right? Like any kind of written product. Mm-hmm. I know people like shoot things off in their phone or whatever by email, but you really should read it over. Like, please come across as so unprofessional and if you're doing it to whoever you're you're doing it to, you're probably also doing that when you apply for jobs, which is a big no-no because mm-hmm. in fact, I just heard a very successful entrepreneur on a podcast yesterday, Marie Forleo stating this as well, which was if they see people making mistakes in their hiring process, it's an automatic no. Like, so even something like forgetting a period, I know people think that's weird to say, but it means you're if they're going to say you're not going to do well in this job, like working with clients or whatever it is you do. So no, thank you. So like it takes you probably 30 seconds to read over your message before you send it. Yeah. That's my advice. And um, newsflash, guys, just because you have a signature block that says, oh, I'm so sorry if there are any typos, but I'm on my phone. Like, no, that's that doesn't excuse you. I cannot stand that 
Why? I just want to like type in all like lowercase and just like misspell shit and just be like, so sorry, my phone autocorrect, blah. Yeah. I mean, we're not <laughs> right. Like kids now text in lowercase and without punctuation. That's fine. That's a text message. We're talking about emails. Yeah. Or if you are texting somebody professionally, please don't do that. Please don't do that. Unless you, yeah, no. It's probably just never a good idea. I think it's never a good idea. Text your bestie. Well, you can never go wrong doing it correctly. You know what I mean? Right. Well, why not do it correctly? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that, that is, that is the ultimate advice, right? Like using correct punctuation and grammar, never going to be wrong. Never going to be wrong. It's never going to go out of style. It's like, it's classic. It is. And that's why you went to school, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I would know. hope. I would hope. I hope everyone is ashamed of all of their shitty <laughs> grammar, you know, error-filled uh, texts and emails. So, yeah, we're expecting perfection from now. We on. want more. We we expect more from all of you. Okay. Moving on. Moving on. What are we talking about this week, Marcel? That's a good question. okay so let's let's reverse engineer the conversation and we had 10 minutes ago where we decided a long week i know i know i feel i feel that so hard i'm ready for thanksgiving yeah joe and i are going uh we don't have the kids this year so we're going to the catskills just the two of us for a week to do nothing i love it and i we're gonna make baked ziti for Italian Thanksgiving. It's going to be amazing. That sounds so good. Yeah. In a cabin in the woods. Yes. Complete peace. Totally. And hopefully not any like serial killers because you never know. Or bears. Or Uh, Yeah. I would love to see a bear. Maybe you will. Maybe I will. Maybe this is my year. I keep, he keeps promising, baby, we're going to see bears. There are bears in these. I'm I'm never, we've, how many times have we come here? No, never once have I seen a bear. In Someday, real life. you're going to see a bear. <laughs> That's I can my, feel my it. bucket list. <laughs> That's my bear bucket list. <laughs> some people want to see the northern lights and some people want to see a bear. It's just I just want to see a bear. Everyone's different. <laughs> all right. So we, okay. I'm glad we talked about food because now, um, now I know what we were going to talk about. We realized at Career Ballet that engaging with the work that we do um is hard it's really hard and i don't think clients coming in necessarily have an appreciation for how difficult the process could be i'm you know and i'm not saying potential clients that you should have that knowledge in advance because a lot of times you don't know how hard it's going to be until you start doing it. And then you're like, oh shit, this is a lot. And I don't know if I'm ready. So um, Marcel, I thought we might just talk through some things that future clients might want to think about, um, you know, as they're preparing, no, not maybe not just to work with us, but anyone interested in revamping their resume, rewriting their resume, applying for new roles um, in, you know, a period of usually, you know, it can be a very stressful, a stressful time in general. 
and then having to essentially like put a value on yourself through the story that you tell in your resume or your LinkedIn profile, um, that can be hard in a lot of ways. Yeah, that's a really good point. And it's something that we've talked about as far as sort of setting expectations and setting people up for success, um, which, you know, to your point, I think is important even if you're at the point of starting a new role, right? Like mm-hmm. you also need to be prepared for some of that as well, not just going through our process or an application process with companies. Um, I think that, yeah, I don't think, I think you're right. People don't realize how hard it is and that some of these questions are going to be very reflective um, or that maybe, you know, you have to learn something totally new if you're starting a new job, right? Um, And I think people forget. And then also just sometimes maybe not be, you might not be as ready as you think you are. Like, especially when you're talking, if you're someone who's like really seasoned in your career or, you know, an expert, obviously in certain areas, and then you have, you haven't had somebody in a long time coming in and saying like, like, no, these are the questions we're going to ask you. And (laughs) when we actually work together, we're going to be producing a product that might not look exactly like how you imagined it, Mm -hmm. but you need to trust us. Right. And I think the farther you get away from the beginning of your career, the harder that is because you probably don't have a lot of people correcting your work or revamp, you know, reshaping your narrative. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have a certain vision for how it should be done. But I think that as with anything, like if, if you are hiring people who do this all the time, it's important to remember that, you, you know, you kind of kind of trust the process and like, just go with it. Right. Right. So I think right, a lot of what you're, what I'm hearing you say is that, um, you know, you, you, by hiring someone to help you with your resume or some other product, right? Um, that 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 in and of itself is a recognition that there are people out there who are better at it than you are. So you're gonna, you know, you're investing in not just a product, right? Which ultimately will be, you know, whatever it is, resume, LinkedIn, biography, but you're you're really investing yourself in a process like emotionally, and that takes trust. And, you know, we have to assume that if you hire us at Career Ballet, like we have at least to some extent established a baseline of trust for you to say, I'm going to essentially put my career in your hands. I'm going to put the story of me in your hands. So I think maybe one of the first things you want to think about as a client coming in is, you know, why am I doing this? You know, what are my goals? Um, and, you know, that that can be kind of a, a starting point for a conversation with us so that we understand each other and we are at least beginning on this, on kind of equal footing. You know, we, we understand you've communicated what you want um, and we are able to 
you know, receive that information and understands that and, you know, and ask any questions that we need to, to make sure that our, what the work that we're doing together is going to get us from A to B. Absolutely. And I think that, yeah, setting those expectations beforehand and understanding all of that is really important to us because there are, it depends on the person, right? Like there are some people who are totally comfortable just being like, I mean, it's kind of like therapy in a way, because you Mm -hmm. do sort of, we make you, we ask a lot of questions that tease things out. And sometimes that can be like really positive for some people and maybe like not as easy as you said for other people. (laughs) Um, And so the process, I think is some people end up saying, you know, how much they've learned or like they never saw themselves in this way and they're really happy with what they see and then other people don't recognize themselves in it and maybe don't see that in a positive way Mm -hmm. so I think that's part of what makes it challenging is that and maybe you don't even know in the beginning if you know how you're going to feel at the end, but I think your point's a good one. And what we try to do in establishing that trust is to, from the beginning is to try to make sure that, that we are listening and making sure we're taking into account your, I guess, expectations, but also like maybe fears or like challenges as we're working through Mm -hmm. it together. Yeah. Yeah. And I, so I literally just learned this today, but I think it's very relevant. Um, I had to do a seminar about um, design learning uh, or like design thinking, like as a process of problem solving. Um, And the first thing that you're supposed to do is like define the problem that you're trying to solve. So, you know, maybe you come in saying, I need a new resume. Okay. But like, why? you know, what, you know, what, why, right? What is the problem? Like, what are you trying to solve for? Because, and, and, and are you able, do you know that answer for yourself? And if you don't, maybe that's, I don't know if we want to start asking that question, because I think people coming in to career valet may not fully understand what problem they're trying to solve, right? Like what, what is, what is the purpose of our work together? That's a really good question. Cause I think you're right. A lot of people might come in and just say, well, I've been told that my resume is not good, or I look at other people's and mine is not as good as theirs. And so I think you're absolutely right that a lot of people have not thought very hard about what the purpose is of this process. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I would have to learn I would have to think more about that and probably learn a whole lot more about that particular like how that process works because I essentially know almost nothing, like enough to be dangerous. <laughs> um but I did like I liked the idea of thinking uh, thinking about a starting point in that way. Um mm-hmm. the the other the other thing that immediately jumps out to me um, and having, you know, asking clients to think about stuff before we actually start working together is, you know, to consider that you might have 
like emotion an emotional response to the process. You may not know what it is and you may not have an emotional response to the process, but I will say in my experience, most of the clients that I've worked with like feel away about the stuff that we're doing, whatever way that is, positive, negative, like complicated, like all of that stuff. But just to kind of like get people to start thinking that they this might be a thing that happens along the way. Yes. And actually, it's funny you say that because we just talked about this the other day um, with some other teammates. And that's exactly what we said is like that either from the very beginning before someone even signs up or during the consultation that's part of the whole each package to actually say that and say, Mm -hmm. look, this might not be an easy process. Like there are people who do find this, you know, more difficult and emotional and that's okay. And like, we're here for you and we're going to work through it together. We've done this many times before. Trust us, you know, Um, but you're right. It's sort of like just warning people up front, right. Before they even see the final product. Um, And actually not to totally like segue back into like the workspace and this line of thinking, but it does make me think too. I think when you're going into a new job and you have expectations, obviously, and like, you know, everything's new and you're learning, there's always a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be a challenge too. And I, and it's a big life change. And I don't think that people always appreciate that there is going to be some kind of an emotional response to that as well. Right. Like you're working with totally different people, sort of like in our process too, right. That you've never worked with before. I mean, in our case, it's on a project in a workplace case, it's your job, or maybe it's if you're a freelancer, it's a project or consultancy, but still, you know, you're going to have to get along with different people. You're going to have to like understand someone new communication styles. It is an emotional roller coaster. And I think if it's better that we're warning you <laughs> that you need to feel right. You need to like be aware that that could happen. So you're not as jarred by the process, either our process or of taking on a new role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do think that uh, I, I have now changed jobs so many times in my like working lifetime that I am now prepared. I'm like, okay, I know this is going to be a rough ride. Like this is, you know, it's going to, I'm going to feel like, why did I take this job? What am I doing here? This sucks, or this is really hard, or this is not what I expected. You know, it's totally normal to have every single one of those thoughts simultaneously. And also like still be really glad that you took that whatever position or that you've, you know, engaged in, you know, engaged us to, you know, write your resume and go through this very, what is ultimately very an iterative process, right? Because we're, we're working together, going back and forth, um, testing, refining, and then ultimately Mm -hmm. coming out with a product. So it's normal to, it's normal to feel, um, feel lots of different ways about that, but it is a huge switching careers switching your job for for most people who don't do it very often it doesn't occur to them like those are i don't think it occurs to people that those are that is a normal response that yes. it is very stressful that's a good way to put it it is a totally normal response and it is stressful 
And I think the other stressful thing that we often see is where you might have had like jobs coming to you your whole career, like mm-hmm. where you haven't really applied to any jobs, maybe your first one, maybe not. And people have always just sort of like brought a job to you or called you and said, are you interested? And then you slide into a new job. I hear this all the time. And then people, you get to a point in your career and that's not happening and you're either laid off or you feel like it's time to go and the writing's on the wall or there's something just wrong, right? And you need to leave. And then you have to do an actual job search like on your own. That's Mm -hmm. another area where I think there's so much stress and not a lot of people talk about that, but it makes sense because- you know, it's, it's been fairly easy your whole career. And then suddenly you're in this position of, oh my God, I have no idea what to do. Right. Right. Um, And then you're reading all the advice and people give different advice and how Mm -hmm. long should my resume be? Or, you know, what kind of resume do I need? Or does it have to have color and boxes, (laughs) all this stuff people are talking about all the time. Um, And that's stressful, right? and, And everyone wants to get it like absolutely perfect. I think that, you know, again, like to your point of the iteration and working collaborative, um, working together and all that is so important because it is so hard to understand your story objectively when you're the one trying to figure it out. And especially when you're in the stressful point of like having to look for a job for the first time by Mm -hmm. yourself without just getting a call. Um, And so you're trying to like do all these like really hard things and figure out what's the right advice and the wrong advice. That's stressful, right? And so that's another reason I think that working with someone outside of your mind can be very helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So once you've just, you know, once you realize like, okay, this might be hard, you know, you know, why am I here? Right. And then understanding like I might have an emotional response to this because, you know, all the things we just mentioned, maybe the next question is for clients, you know, how am I going to manage all of those things? You know, what are some resources that I have that I can employ to make sure that this is a successful experience? You know, we can do so much on our end as the writers, right, um, and the coaches, but um, it's two way street, right? We we need to work together. Um, clients clients need to be able to know, like, have the emotional awareness to know, like, what they need and how to take care of themselves throughout the process. So, I would say, like, that third question might be, you know, if I'm a client coming in, what do I need to like fully engage in this process? in terms of support and like um, like stress relief or whatever it is, whatever your particular needs are. Yeah, that's a great point. It's going to be different for everybody, right? Like mm-hmm. some people, it's as simple as I need to set aside an hour to do this at night or on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then for some people, it's I need my spouse to help me answer some of these more difficult questions or my partner or friend. Um, and a lot of people find that helpful, but absolutely. I think, you know, and this all goes back to self-awareness, right? It's like mm-hmm. asking yourself the hard 
questions to set yourself up for success, really. Right. And like resume writing is really like a Rorschach test (laughs) for how you feel about yourself, which is so wild. Um, Yeah, but but you're right. Everyone's going to need everyone's going to need their own their own thing. You know, maybe you need to do an extra hour of yoga or, you know, maybe you you need to drink a lot more tequila. You know, I, I don't know, whatever. Pick your poison, whatever it is that you need. Do that. No, and so actually it's funny you say that because I know <laughs> that our team often, like if we have a particularly challenging narrative or background or um, we often have to take our own breaks and it's not even our own narrative and resume or LinkedIn or whatever, but like sometimes we have to go exercise or do yoga in order mm-hmm. to get our minds past this point. So like it would be even more pertinent for you going through this process to do that. Right. Um, because again, like we've said many times, it is emotional. It is stressful. It's challenging. Um, and you know, we work with a lot of high achievers and I think they expect a lot from themselves, but that self-awareness is, is definitely needed. You know, it occurs to me. I wonder if it would be I don't know if this is patronizing or not, but what if we had clients like essentially get rewards for like completing different phases of the process, like a sticker chart for toddlers, but like better than that. <laughs> not just a gold star. <laughs> not just a gold star, but like, I don't, I don't know. It, this, this idea just came to me as we're talking and I should probably think through that before I use my outside voice, but um. But yeah, what about what if we did a sticker chart? <laughs> okay, we're gonna think more about this. I see where you're going. And I think it could be interesting and also motivate people feel more motivated to get through it. I just don't know what that price would be. Yeah, I don't know. But I so the guest that I spoke with last week, and you haven't heard yet, Marcel, because I just edited and scheduled um, that episode. It was it was amazing with a leadership coach. And we talked a lot about um, the importance of like speaking nicely to ourselves, like in our heads and also learning how to celebrate like the small wins along the way. So I'm thinking like resume writing is hard and there are many steps to the process. Maybe it would feel good for people to be able to like even just like giving people that space to say like, we finished this part of the process. Hooray. Uh, you got, you did an awesome job. Now we get to move on. And we're like this further, you know, we're this much closer to being done, which really like no one, the goal is to not be writing your resume anymore. The goal is to finish because it sucks. Yeah, it totally <laughs> sucks. Nobody likes it. You're not alone. And I think that that, that um, idea of celebrating the small wins is a really good one. There might be a simple way to celebrate the small wins. Yeah. Certain steps in the process. Cause I used to think about sending like an end gift or something, but I like this idea even better because it really is. That's where the encouragement and motivation is needed to keep mm-hmm. going. Right. Yeah. Right. No, I think that's true. I, I will say, I don't know, Marcel, if you have a good sense of 
like how many people give up part part of the way through. But I think there there comes a moment where like if you've gotten to this, if you if you get to a certain stage in our process, like like 99.9% of people will finish. But some but there is there are there tend to be, I can think of a couple of places in our process where people are like, ah, I don't think I can do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we don't hear from them or you know, they they need a break or something like that. But there yeah. are like watershed moments. Yes, absolutely. So I think this is a really good idea. Cool. Yeah. I just want I just want stickers. I'll be honest. I want the sticker chart. <laughs> Maybe some people want stickers or virtual stickers. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Well, well this has been good. I think so. Yeah. So that's that's like three three questions y'all can ask yourselves, you know, when you're deciding to hand over your life to other people or when you start a new job or when you start a new job right think think through some of those things in advance for yourself and or probably um, make any big change right now yeah that you think about it doesn't right. have to be professional right why am I doing this how is it going to make me feel and what are what resources do I have when shit gets hard those are the three those are the three things I would hope for all of you to consider. Take some time. That was some star career therapy right there. Woo. Good work. (laughs) All right. Well, as we said, it's time for you to go back and listen to all the great episodes that you missed. Please do. And while you're doing that, take a minute to rate our podcast. We would greatly appreciate um, any and all feedback as long as it's good. No, just kidding. Any and all feedback, even if it's bad, because we will learn from your mean comments if you have them. And we'll be, we will celebrate with um, a sticker parade for all of the positive stuff that you send. So thank you everyone for listening. It's, it's been a wild ride for four seasons of this yeah. podcast. Amazing. It is amazing. And thank you for listening. And we will see you soon. See y'all later. The Career Bitches are eternally grateful to our producer, Joe Tropea at Hari Kover Films, based in beautiful Baltimore City, for his bullshit-free feedback and constant support. We would also like to thank Micro Kingdom for their musical genius and providing our theme music. You can check out more of their extra-cognitive spiritual magnetism at microkingdom.com. A new episode of Career Bitches drops every Monday morning to start your work week, and you can listen to us bitch on demand on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever else you find your podcasts.